0: You're listening to The Realized Empath Podcast, where we get real about loving and stumbling through our sensitive lives with your host and holistic counselor, Kristen Schwartz, who helps redefine what's possible for an empath who embraces a path of self-healing. Hey, wonderful souls. Welcome back to The Realized Empath Podcast. I'm Kristen Schwartz, And I'm thrilled to be here, and I think you should be too, because today's episode is jam-packed with insights that will rock your entrepreneurship world. The spotlight is on empathic entrepreneurship and how we, as highly sensitive people, can absolutely thrive in the business realm. Are you curious? I bet you are. So make sure you're comfy, because this is going to be a wild ride. Let's start out by busting a few myths. So you've heard that empaths and businesses don't mix. Yeah? Me too. But it's hogwash. So listen, we empaths can sense nuances in moods and environments, which is like having business ESP. Imagine walking into a room and instantly knowing how to align your pitch or product or even your demeanor. We're basically like human Swiss army knives, but hold up. Let's not just rest on that. Our sensitivity allows us to detect when something's not quite right in the work environment. It could be an employee struggling silently, or maybe a project is missing that magic ingredient. We can feel it and we can act on it. I call it empathic troubleshooting. Who needs a business consultant when you have an empath on board? Now, culture. I'm talking about the work culture that thrives on empathy. Forget about the cutthroat, every person for themselves mindset. An empathic work culture values every single individual we're talking inclusivity, kindness, and yeah, emotional smarts. And don't think I'm just a dreamer here because hard data really does back this up. Businesses that sideline empathy are like sinking ships. Sure, they might float for a bit, but eventually they're gonna go down. Empathy is more than just a soft skill. It's a critical business asset. Studies have shown that a business who shows empathy and kindness towards their employees have employees that are considerably happier and more productive than their counterparts. And last but not least, let's talk about the ripple effect. When you incorporate empathy into your business, you're also encouraging other businesses to follow suit. This has a ripple effect across industries, lifting everyone up. You're not just in business, you're in the business of making the world a better place. Okay, so we did a really good job of laying down the foundation. So now let's delve into why empaths make exceptional leaders. Emotional intelligence, or EQ, isn't just a buzzword. It's your secret weapon, really. With high EQ, you don't just manage people, you're empowering them. And side note, you don't have to be a therapist to improve teen dynamics. You just need empathy and awareness. So let's move into employee well-being because this is huge. A happy employee, like I said earlier, is a productive employee. When you genuinely care for your team, their job satisfaction shoots through the roof. This not only reduces turnover, but it amplifies creativity and collaboration. It's a win-win. So what about the long-term vision? Well, I believe that empaths have that because we can see beyond the quarterly reports and focus on the bigger picture. When you're shaping your business strategy, you do it with with a five, 10, or even 20-year vision, right? Your long-term perspective helps you navigate the ebbs and flows of business with finesse. And let's not forget the power of authentic communication. This is the real deal, folks. When you speak from the heart, your team listens. And this builds trust, and trust, well, that's the glue that holds any successful enterprise together. And for the cherry on top, mentorship. As an empathic leader, you're naturally inclined to mentor others. You don't hoard knowledge, you share it. And this creates a continuous learning and growth culture, making your business a hub of innovation. So that was a lot of good stuff, and what I want to cover next is how we can learn to leverage our empathic traits to actually build a brand. First off, let's talk about the soul of your brand. So a brand is more than a catchy name or a sleek logo. It's basically the sum total of the experiences you provide. Your empathic insights can help create a brand that resonates deeply with people, hitting them right in the feels. And part of building a brand is your customer relationships. And with your empathic superpowers, you can understand customers' needs more deeply. And this isn't about transactions. You know it's about relationships. Treating your customers like family makes them more likely to stick around. And remember, retention is cheaper and more effective than acquisition. Now let's talk community. Because over time, when you build your customer base, you're building a community. So no business is an island. You operate within a larger ecosystem. And this ecosystem is your tribe, They're not just spectators, but participants. When your community feels invested in your journey, they'll support you and they'll advocate for you. And finally, partnerships. Why would any of us want to walk a path alone when we can do it with others who share our values and vision? Strategic alliances can elevate your business from a startup to a movement. So you wanna look for collaborations that can deliver mutual benefits while upholding your principles. Okay, let's switch gears for a little bit. Let's talk about self-care for the empathic entrepreneur. Self-care is essential, especially for us empaths. So first up is setting boundaries. So it's tempting to give your all all the time, but without boundaries, you risk emotional and physical burnout. So you want to set those boundaries and be unapologetic about it. And you want to guard your time and energy. And remember that you need to have boundaries for yourself too. A lot of entrepreneurs, they can overwork um, because they're striving to get and, and meet different milestones. But you want to set boundaries for yourself and honor your limits So let's go mystical for a moment. Let's talk about energy shielding. Imagine surrounding yourself with a protective energy field that keeps negativity at bay. Think of it as your personal emotional firewall, keeping the bad stuff out and letting the good vibes in. Energy shielding, it can be great for those meetings where you're feeling overwhelmed or coming off of a bad night's sleep. It's a great tool that you can keep in your toolbox to bring out to support you whenever you need it. And never underestimate either the power of the pause. So the world glorifies hustle, but hustle without pause is a recipe for disaster. Sometimes doing nothing is doing something. I always say rest is action. It's part of action. During these moments of pause, clarity, energies, and solutions reveal themselves. And last but not least, there's the grounding power of nature. So our lives are so digitized, and we often forget that we're part of something bigger, Mother Earth. You want to spend time outdoors, whether it's on a walk in a park or a weekend getaway Reconnecting with nature revitalizes you in ways that the smartphone simply cannot. So are you still with me? I hope so, because next we're tackling the power of intuition and decision making. First off, let's demystify intuition. It's not just some woo-woo concept It's your brain processing information at lightning speed, often below your conscious awareness. That gut feeling tells you to go for it or to hold back. It's your inner compass, and empaths have it fine-tuned to an art form. Have you ever heard of intuitive business strategies? Well, they exist. These strategies aren't purely data-driven but inspired by your innate sense of what feels right. And guess what? They often yield some of the most innovative solutions. So you want to pay attention to your hunches. Sometimes they're the key to unlocking new opportunities. So we've all been there, right? The paralyzed by analysis or like paralyzed by overthinking Analysis paralysis can grind decision-making to a halt. So your intuition can help you break the deadlock. So when in doubt, tune in to how different options make you feel. Your emotional response often points the way. Finally, let's talk risks. All entrepreneurs need to take risks, but intuitive risks are a different ballgame. There are the risks you take not because the numbers add up, but because something deep within tells you it's the right thing to do. And you know what? Sometimes these are the risks that pay off big time. Okay, so get ready to bring this all together because what I wanna dive into next is empathic marketing. And trust me, you'll want to take notes for this one. Empathic marketing isn't about selling, it's about connecting. Traditional marketing focuses on what you offer, but empathic marketing focuses on why it matters. So your product or service isn't just an item, it's a solution, a feeling, a lifestyle. Dive deep into the emotional benefits and watch your customer base grow. So let's then talk about content. Here's where you can really shine. You wanna create content that resonates with your audience's struggles and their dreams and their desires. It's not just about showcasing your product. It's about storytelling. You want to share testimonials, case studies, and narratives that make people feel seen and heard. And we wouldn't be able to talk about marketing unless we brought up social media. Ah, social media, (laughs) the blessing and the curse, right? The trick is to use it mindfully. Your online presence should be an extension of your brand's soul. You want to engage with your audience by responding in comments. You want to ask questions and initiate meaningful conversations. And most importantly, transparency is key. No one likes to feel like they're being manipulated or tricked. So be honest. If you make a mistake, own it. If you make a promise, keep it. Authenticity isn't just a virtue, it's good business. All right, so now we're going to shift gears to talk about something super practical, which is time management for us empathic entrepreneurs. First off, batching tasks. So listen for a second. Jumping from one task to another can be super draining for anyone, but especially for empaths. So Batching similar works together allows you to flow better. And when you're in the flow, you're unstoppable. So segment your day into blocks of time dedicated to specific tasks. And trust me, your energy will thank you. Next, let's talk about me time. So as empaths, our energies are often focused outward We forget that we also need to recharge. So you want to schedule pockets of me time throughout your week, whether it's reading or meditating or simply doing nothing. You want to make it a non-negotiable. So you want to embrace the Pomodoro technique. And this is a lifesaver, folks. You want to work in sprints of 25 minutes with five minute breaks in between. It's simple, but game changing. Those short breaks give you a moment to realign and breathe and they make a world of difference in your productivity. Lastly, you don't wanna underestimate the power of saying no. In business, opportunities will come flooding in, but not all of them are going to be aligned with your vision. So you wanna be selective. Saying no to something that isn't quite right means saying yes to something that is truly amazing. So if you're an empath who's also an entrepreneur or you're thinking of being an entrepreneur, I hope you're feeling empowered because we're about to dive into the wonderful world of empathic networking. And this is where relationships become your strongest asset. So firstly, we have active listening, which is your superpower. In a world where everyone is shouting to be heard, the art of listening becomes invaluable. When you listen more than you speak, you gather nuances and insights that others miss, and this sets the stage for deeper, more meaningful connections. And make sure that these connections are balanced and that you have someone who is open to listening to you too. And that's a great segue because now I want to talk about reciprocation. Networking isn't a one-way street. You need to give as much as you take, if not more. And for a lot of highly sensitive people, you need to allow other people to give to you too. You want to offer help and provide valuable resources or make introductions without expecting anything in return. The goodwill you generate will eventually circle back to you. And don't forget about personalization, folks. When you connect with someone, you wanna avoid canned responses and generalizations. You wanna take a moment to personalize your messages, mention something specific you admire about their work or a common interest, because this simple act makes you memorable and forms stronger bonds. And don't forget that vibes don't lie. Sometimes you'll meet someone and instantly click while other times something feels off. You want to trust your intuition in these situations. Your internal radar can save you from potential pitfalls or guide you toward fruitful relationships. Okay, so for this segment, you may need to fashion your seatbelts because we're getting into some real talk. We're going to dive into the not-so-glamorous side of social media and business. So first up the energy drain. So we empaths absorb emotions like sponges. And social media can be a quagmire of negativity. And if you're not careful, you can end up feeling drained and anxious and overwhelmed. So what's the solution? You wanna limit your time on the platform and you wanna make sure you curate your feed to include only uplifting and constructive content. And comparison is a trap. Oh boy, is it a huge trap. So seeing competitors highlight reels can make you question your own journey, can make you question what you're creating. So you wanna stop that as soon as you see yourself doing it. Remember that social media is a curated reality. Your worth isn't tied to likes and follows, or someone else's journey. And I know that's hard when you're trying to build a business. And we can think that if people aren't seeing our posts, then we're not really building a business. So let's talk about the time suck that is social media. Yes, social media can be essential for marketing, but it's so easy to fall down the rabbit hole and lose hours of productive time. So you wanna set specific goals and a time limit for each social media session. Trust me, your to-do list will thank you. And finally, ROI, or return on investment. If you're investing tons of time and energy into social media without measurable returns, it's time to rethink your strategy. Social media should be the tool, not the taskmaster. Okay, so this is our last segment of this episode, and it may seem like it's out of order, but it really isn't. I wanted to end today's episode with crafting a purpose-led business as an empath. First, the why. What's your mission? What change do you want to see in the world Before you can build a purpose-led business, you've got to know your why. The why becomes your North Star, guiding every business decision you make. And once you've got your why, it's time for alignment. So every aspect of your business, your brand, your product, your team, everything should align with your core mission. And anything that doesn't align is dead weight. You want to cut it loose. Then we have social impact. As an empath, this is where you can truly shine. Partner with causes that align with your mission. Volunteer, donate, run awareness campaigns. Your business can be a force for good, and that can be more rewarding than any profit margin. I know many years ago when I was running my organic clothing company, I gave back to the World Wildlife Fund. So you don't want to forget about sustainability, whether it's ecological, social, or economic sustainability. This is the long game. And guess what? Customers love supporting businesses that take sustainability seriously. Plus, it's good for the planet. And us empaths love nature. Well, we did it, guys. Today, we've covered a lot of ground from busting myths about empaths in business to the fine art of empathic marketing. Remember, your empathic traits aren't just perks. They're your superpowers in the business world. Next week, come back and we're going to discuss empaths and building deep and lasting relationships. If you like this episode, don't keep it a secret, share it, rate it, and don't forget to drop a review. Let's make this journey one that we can walk together step by step. Thank you everyone for tuning in and I will see you next time. Thanks for listening to the Realized Empath Podcast. Revisit past episodes or contact Kristen at RealizedEmpath.com. Did you love this episode? Please share it with a friend. Thanks for tuning in. Until next time, sensitive souls.